Oh, the moment I've been waiting for. All right. So before we begin today's episode, I just want to say how excited I am. Um, specifically for the city we're going to talk about, because they're the. Hello. Hi. Hey. Okay. We're in this time. Okay. I have no idea what happened. I was looking, and then it just died, and I panicked a little. You know what? It's okay. We're rocking it. We're doing it. We can cut out this part. It's all good. <laughs> I'm not cutting it out. <laughs> Please. So th- this is me we're talking about. Do I ever cut anything out? You know what? You got me there. All right. Um. So, hi, guys. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. And honestly, welcome to probably my favorite gym in all of Unova. I mean, there's a lot that we have to get to before we talk about the gym. I just want to say, if you've seen that, if you've seen, if you've heard our episode on being gym leaders, um, then you know that a lot of the inspiration for why I chose the type and the city all comes from this city here. I just love it. There's a lot to do. And speaking of, and so much to say, why don't we just get right into it? All right. So last we left off. We had just beaten Berg, which was a sweep for the both of us. And to be honest, right after that, battling Bianca and then Sharon back to back, is like, why? I mean, yes, they're rivals. And after both gyms, you know, in Pokemon games, there's a rival battle to check your progress. But it's like, I just got out of the big city. Like, I... It's a lot. That's and Sharon and Bianca. Funny that are... you say that. <laughs> oh my god. And Sharon and Bianca are. Are you playing it now again? Yeah. <laughs> are I you playing as? Well, yeah, because I forgot to. Um, so I, I just opened my DS again, and I remembered. Oh right, uh, <laughs> Monkey's got to get to level thirty-one, and he's level twenty-seven. So I'm like, yeah, I'll play a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So right after those two battles, which. How are those two battles for you? Because for me, at this point, it's just like a quick, easy sweep. Uh, well, Bianca was quick, easy sweep. She, uh, I don't That battle uh, was a little far away for me, uh, in my experience. But um, it, was a, it was a sweep. She's definitely gotten better. Like thinking, she's oh, thinking yeah. a lot more about... Um, you, can, you can see it in, her, in, in, um, in the way that she fights. Um, she's thinking a lot more about type advantages and how... Um, she has her team structured now. It's a little bit better. Her moon is a little bit stronger, yeah. but she hasn't evolved it yet, even though there's been, like, two moon Yeah. I mean, both Sharon and Bianca, their their teams are starting to round out. And, yeah, it's starting, it's starting to feel like they're better rivals. And as you see them grow, you see yourself kind of grow throughout the game. But after that, we get to Route 4, and it's pretty much a desert right behind, you know, New York City, which is what um, Castellia City was based off of. And before we talk about the things that happened, the Pokemon we caught, this, this, and that, um, I remember hearing a dark theory on YouTube talking about what Route 4 was based on, because there's no natural desert in New York. And this is literally root four, 
and an area called the desert area. And it's, you know, a desert. And uh, Mr. Shrimp, I don't know if you remember this event because it was many, a many year ago. But the dark theory goes that this event was not this event, um, but the inspiration behind this desert is 9-11. That being that this area is ground zero itself. Because what is right behind the big city or what was ground zero at the time of the event? I'm not saying it was a desert. Oh it was a lifeless area right adjacent, connected to a big city, New York City. It is. And whether this is true or not, or whether it's darker than my Bianca's dad is an abusive alcoholic or not, is up to you guys. But, you know, just a little not-so-fun fact to throw out. But how was... Oh, my God. (laughs) No, not fun at all. Despite that, Route 4 itself is a lot of fun. And um, I don't know if last episode I talked about all the Pokemon I caught, but Route 4 was a pain to catch everything. Personally, my goal is to catch as many Pokemon as I can, which is why I took so long to catch the Dilber, which is why I took so long to catch the two elemental monkeys. Um, but here I had a familiar experience. But before we get go and get into what I caught, um, what did you catch in Route Four? Uh, well, I caught a lot of Route Four actually. Um, oh my god, most of them are gone. I think so. Um, anyway, um, you gotta get closer to the mic. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, can you guys hear me right no now? Problem. Yes, that's a lot better. Okay. Um, so stay at that distance. You can train after. So I caught a lot of things over in Route Four. Um, the thing that really tripped me up was the so there's like two fishing trainers who just come out of nowhere with a bunch of bass feeling. Why are you two here in the middle of a sandstorm? Yeah, I'll never. Do you want know. me to give you a quick spoiler though? Um, uh, considering you're talking about fishing and basculine, we don't get any type of rod until the post game. So we don't get fishing until after the the main story. It is. I don't know if they fixed that in black and white too, but for the time being, like, we don't get to be fishermen like they do. So there's a lot of things over in the desert. Um, there's Darumaka. Um, I caught him, and I'm actually really interested in training him up. I haven't done that mm-hmm. yet, but um, I'm interested in him. Scraggy, another one. Uh, he's actually. He's actually a very high tier Pokemon in Gen Five. Um, he's an OU. Yes. Uh, if, if the people who uh, play competitive. So Scraggy's actually um, on uh, on doubles teams like a lot because he's really good. I'm not exactly sure why he's so good, but um, I'm very interested Scraggy. in training him up. Scraggy is good for. Um, sorry to answer your question. Scraggy is good because when it evolves into Scrafty, it's a dual fighting and dark type and those are fighting for sure and dark almost there are two of the best types to have in the unova region each region you'll see that there are po- there are specific types that do better than others and fighting in dark do amazing in unova so having them 
in in one Pokemon, that just brings it up so much. Maybe Scrappy's the wave. Uh, but anyway, um, there's another Pokemon uh, that I caught, Sandile, and that's actually that went straight on my main team because I love Sandile, I love Crocodile. Um, so um, I, I I named him Ricky, and now it's on my team. Uh, I'm training it up. Um, that one's really really uh, important to me. There's um, a couple more Pokemon that are out in the desert. Uh, uh, it's actually has one of the really cool designs, re- one of the really cool standout designs that I've seen so far in this game, and I'm actually really mm-hmm. into it. Um, it reminds me of those, um, you know, you remember Yu-Gi-Oh! Five Ds when they were doing that old like Mayan yeah. god thing, the um, Earthbound Immortals. Yeah, the Earthbound Immortals. Um, it reminds me of that. I'm like, dude, that's sick. I'm gonna go play card games on motorcycles now. I do like it, and also its stats are pretty high for right now. Yeah. Honestly, Sigilith is an amazing Pokemon to have trained up. Uh, because of its unique typing, it's one of the best psychic types in Unova. Um, but what else did you catch? There were a lot of trainers on there, but one of the main things for me in Route 4 was that it led you over to the Desert Resort, um, which is what... You, you got to speak into the mic. You keep, like, cutting out in waves. Oh, my God. Hello? <laughs> it's, like, muffled. Hold on, because my mic is being stupid right now. There, that's super clear. Whatever you're doing there, do that. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing it. Um, yes. So, with... Um, so, we moved on to the desert resort. And um, in the, there are plenty of Pokemon to catch. And by plenty, I, I caught one, and it was Yamask, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Yamask is one of my favorite. Yes. So I don't know when Yamask evolved into Copperbreeder, but I know that he does. And man, he gets shredded like paper. Mr. Shrimp, you you went silent for a second and now you're muffled. What the? Oh, hold on, man. I I feel like you finally understood what's going on, and I hope you do. Mr. Shrimp. Okay, so while he's fixing his audio, I'm going to tell you guys what I caught real quick. Um, as you know, uh, before I went through Castelia City. I mean, obviously, I went through Castelia City, but before I did anything in that city, I went to Route 4 to catch Pokemon. At this point, I've swapped out... Um, I've swapped out my Pantsage Roku. Or Pants... Today. Don't you... you right there. Don't you just love it? Um, anyway. Okay, so yeah. I think I fixed it. Um... But I could hear everything Kadasu was saying, so he was talking here. Um, I'm going to let him finish yeah. that. Okay, so I've swapped out Roku, my pants here, 
uh, for Zenny the Darumaka as my second in command as a fire type. And let's see, things I caught in Route 4 in the Desert Resort. Route 4, I also, I already talked about those Pokemon. So just a quick skim through that. I also caught Baggy, my Scraggy. Uh, I'm trying to look because I barely filled a box. I'm one Pokemon away from filling out a box. I have Kuki, the Sandile that I completely forgot, which would have been super helpful against Elisa, but whatever. Um, I think that's all I caught in Route 4. And then, yes, came the Desert Resort. And the Desert Resort, I worked on my tail off to make sure I caught everything there. And the only things left I had to catch there uh, were Sigilith, which I ended up catching and naming Gliffy, and my Maroctus, which I named the Maracas. So after catching that, I went into the little, there's like a little um, relic, a bit of the relic castle. You don't get to see too much into it. But I went there and caught myself a Yamask, which I named Anubis, spelled A-N-U-B-Y-S-S, like Abyss, because yes, why not? Um, as for... As for the Relic Castle, this is the point where you can also get a fossil. So I got a fossil um, and went straight back all the way to Nacreen City, which was um, the, sec the second city with a gym. And I took the Clover Fossil, got myself a Tortuga, or a Tertoga, sorry. And I named it Leonardo after the Ninja Turtles. I'm trying to think of other things I caught, but that's about it. Those were my catches. Yo, you know what's super crazy about that Tortuga? Yo, I was in my Michelangelo when I when I revived it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so we went with the same fossil. Yep. Uh, the thing nice. is that I was gonna go with the other fossil, but I didn't get it because I mashed right. and uh, like I mashed the A button because I was like, oh yeah, it's gonna give me a prompt like yes or no, do I want a fossil and then which one? But no, it's just like. Oh hey, dude! I found this fossil here. Take one. And then I just clicked it, and I was like, "Oh, sh oh, all right. I guess I got tier two then." Look, you gotta start the game all over again. <laughs> no, JK, JK. Um, I think the next opportunity we have for these specific fossils are in black and white too. I know we can get other fossils post game. Oh, even ones. If I remember correctly, it's post game black and white too. Oh. Uh... I, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong in the tweets, but yeah. But there is not a lot of story that happens in the desert resort. Uh, it's a lot of training. It's a lot of um, trainers, a lot of Pokemon, a lot of items to cat uh, to find, especially if you use the drowsing machine, which comes in handy for finding rare candy and things like that. Um, and then we get to my absolute favorite city. And as I mentioned before, that is Nimbasa City. And I don't want to take over the narrative, so I'm going to let Mr. Shrimp take over, talking about the story of what happens when we enter the city and what there is to do. So, um, hold on, I'm just trying to check my... You know what? I like Moxie. I'll take that. Um, anyway, um, so um, 
at this city, a lot of stuff happens in, in Boston City, actually. Like, like a lot, a lot of stuff happens at this city. Um, but I mainly want to start it off with the first event that I saw, which was um, Bianca. Uh, I, I don't know if this is if this is like the order that's supposed to happen in. Um, but I was I was running around the city and I found the uh, the beauty contest building. Um, I'm not exactly sure what it's called since I didn't. Uh, the musical building. I think so. They gave me uh, a, yeah. stuff, a bunch of stuff to dress up my Wubat since I was just still training Wubat at this time. Um, so I gave yeah, Wubat cool. a little pink bow and uh, it was cute. But so B- I, I met Bianca in front of that building. And she was talking to me about mm. how her, like, she's wondering, she started to wonder why she was becoming a trainer when me and Charon are so strong. Um, or rather, Charon and I. Um, oh, wait, did we battle? Is, is, is there a Bianca battle? Because I feel like we battled her in Nimbasa City. No. No, but there is a big scene involving her. Okay. And it kind of plays into my theory, but. So um, she she's basically starting to wonder why she's becoming a trainer when she's not in it to be as strong as me or Charon. Like she's starting to really like doubt her place in the world because the world is so much bigger than she thought it was gonna be, and um, she doesn't she doesn't know about the people like like she's meeting so many new people and so many um, like new situations that you know it, it scares her and you know I can I can see that, but then. Um, as she's talking about that, her dad shows up, you know, um, how we were talking earlier about how her dad is like, so in the game, it says that he's overprotective, but man, I, it, it's like to a kind of OD extent, you know what I mean? Uh, we all know what, what I mean. Um, you know, like what I mean. he's starting to seem creepy and abusive. Yeah. He, he's very, very overbearing. Um, and essentially, he says that he wants her to come home like ASAP because he doesn't want her there and he thinks that it's really dangerous for her. So he wants her to stop her journey entirely and come home with him. And Bianca, she started to fight it a little bit, but she didn't really win because she doesn't like for her, she doesn't want to go with him, but she isn't really in the right mindset to tell him why she doesn't want to if that makes sense, she can't really articulate that she wants to continue training and going on this journey for herself and her Pokemon. But she can't say that to her because she's still like, that's still her dad, you know? Um, so he, she doesn't want to go Especially against Especially if we consider the abuse and the trauma in my dark theory. Like, how do you stand up to that? Yeah, so it, it's it's difficult for her to, to, to try that. Um, and eventually... It gets to a point where he's about to drag her home himself when um, the when this lady appears and it's actually the gym leader of this next gym, like the electric gym. Um, mm-hmm. So, th- th- forgive me, I do not remember her name, and I feel kind of bad about it. <laughs> you can you can check your train not the trainer card, but if you click on the badges, you can check there. Oh, I can. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna go do that. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um, here we go. Bolt badge received by Alisa. All right, cool. Um, so, uh, she, Alisa, um, the Nabasa City gym leader, she actually steps in and, ba- and stands up for Bianca. So her dad kept saying that he's dragging her home right now because it's for her own good. 
but Lisa says, you know, your kid is going to get hurt in this world. That's just how it's going to be. It's unfortunate, but it happens. And in order for people to grow, they need to keep going on their journeys. They're going to trip and they're going to fall, but it's important to learn how to stand up and continue going, even if it hurts, because that's how you meet new people and meet, get new experiences and grow as a person. And, and her dad's like, well, dang, uh, I guess you can keep going. When the pretty lady shows up, you listen. <laughs> exactly. Um, so he's like, well, I guess you can keep going. And then um, Bianca's like, holy sh- Oh my God, you actually convinced my dad? And she's like, no sweat. Just, you know, go into the, go into the beauty contest, have a good time, and then come fight me at my gym and see what happens. And then we go do that. And then we go fight her. Yeah. Um, there's a few other things that are in the city that don't have to do with the main quest. One of which being getting the HM for strength. I don't know if you got that. I did. I put it on Ernie. Nice. Um, what I did was as soon as I got it, I ran to the rock in front of Route 2 because there's an item behind that. And I, I got the rare candy behind that. But it took some time. Yo, I forgot that I named one of my Pokemon Initial D. That's really funny. <laughs> Man, I cracked myself up. That's so funny. <laughs> um, another small thing that happens in the beginning, as soon as you enter the city, is you receive a daycare man from Route 3 uh, being attacked by Team Plasma. And I don't know if I want to link this to Team Plasma stealing um, Amuna because there's no thing... That has to do with him and Muna specifically. So I'm not gonna. But he gives us a bike afterwards, and I, I like my bike. The bike is pretty nice, except in the desert, but everywhere else is pretty nice. Yeah, I'm just upset because Hoenn got two different bikes, one of which you can do tricks on. Um, and Sinnoh got a bike with two speed settings. And we just get a bike. But I like my bike. It's blue. You know what? That is nice. I like that bike. Yes. Um, I'm also currently playing as we're recording. Because, you know, hey, I'm already doing it. I, want, I wanted to check the nicknames of my Pokemon, and I'm like, well, if he's doing it, I'm going to do it. And Lassie just evolved because like, I don't train my Pokemon for shit. <laughs> but that being said, um, right before we um reach... Right before we reach... um the gym there's this this uh ferris wheel and the ferris wheel is nice because once a season or once a day you can battle a trainer and it rotates between every season so there's one trainer per season but the first time we ever go there we get to see a friend how is this for you yo he you know okay so it was how you sorry activate this scene (laughs) is you walk so Nimbasa City's gym is inside a um it's inside uh amusement park. park yeah yeah so it's inside of it, it, so you have to go inside the amusement park it's just to the like, like when you're at the Pokemon Center you just go right until you get to the new area and as soon as you walk in N appears and he's like hey buddy yo come with me real quick and, and I was like hello what are you doing here and he's like nah dude don't worry about it I was, I was excited <laughs> So he's like, nah, dude, don't worry about it. Just come here. Um, and so he brings us into over to the, the Ferris wheel. And um, 
we start writing it and he gives us a lot of in a, a lot of info a lot of insight about what's going on in the world right now and so he tells us that he tells us team plasmic skull plasmics plasmas he tells us team plasmic he tells us yeah. uh let's use the whole uh Sino and unova do it <laughs> Um, so he tells us Team Plasma's goal of liberating all Pokemon, but he, but he basically says that for him, he wants Team Plasma to actually like care about the Pokemon and you know be like attentive to them and and free them from trainers because they deserve to be free because they're also creatures because he himself was raised by Pokemon. Uh, that's the reason why he cares so much and he can hear the Pokemon when they talk and that's why he cares so much about when they battle and things like that. But then he also says that he has a duty to them because he's their king. So he's the king of Team Plasma and one of the descendants of the old ruler that was there. Um, and in um, let's see, in trying to man, what am I trying to say? Um, and trying to free them, he's also trying to learn how to be um, a good ruler and trying to come into his own as, as like the ruler of all these people, which is really crazy. Like, you wouldn't, for one, you wouldn't think that Team Plasma would have a king. You'd, you'd think it'd be like the kingdom of Unova or something. But, you know, that's just me. Um, when he said that, it's like, man, why are you telling me here in a room that's literally five, like, that has like a, like five cubic meters of like no actually that's really big like legit you can't jump out you can't do anything <laughs> it's so small there's no escape yo you can fit two people and like a patrat in here why are you telling me this in here your breath <laughs> the patrat uh, <laughs> mustard stand on his shirt you just ate nacho cheese doritos before you got in here anyway um and like that's on the ferris wheel right after we get a creepy cutscene where it's like him and like legit his face right there and yeah he, as he speaks nothing but his mouth moves so and that shit creeps me out it's really weird so basically he he tells you all this stuff and gets off the ferris wheel and then he comes up to you right in your face and the game animates it it's not like it's just a text box the game animates this whole sprite and he's looking like into your soul and he's like i will come to the truth of it well for me he said um i will come he didn't say the truth actually because uh that that's my thing so he's like i will find like the ideal way of becoming like like the true king of unova i will achieve my dream and no one's going to get in my way including you right but it wasn't like a, it wasn't like any kind of like anime villain thing it was like a he's a threat but b he's only a threat to people who who like um who like stand in the we way of him. him yeah who stand in the way of him becoming AKA us. So then two of his plasma grunts come up and they're like, my king, what are you doing with this commoner? Yo, we'll go beat him up for you. And then ends like, okay, so let's have a Pokemon battle so I can distract these two and uh, you can be on your way. And so you fight him again. Um, and What? Yeah, I fought him. Again? Yeah, you fought him again. Did you, did you fight him again? Uh, you fought him. You, you fought him twice in that cutscene? No, if you, no so this is after... This is like, what, the third? With a question mark, end of fight? Um, oh. So, like, yeah. So, yeah. So, you... I'm sorry. After all the descriptions with N, I thought you meant, like, 
you fight him. No, you're right. You're right. We do fight him after that cutscene. So he, um, so you go into this cutscene, and um, he's he after the cutscene you fight him. I don't remember exactly what Pokemon he had, but Karasu brought up a good point he last has... time we were working. We were talking about this. He actually has Pokemon that are native to that region, so it's completely different from his team. He has root four Pokemon. He has Sigilic, Garumako, and Sendile. So cool, dude. It's so cool. Um, I'm sorry. I, I fought him last night, and that's why I remember. I'm very glad you remember. <laughs> I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> and then we finally get to the best gym ever. So... Directly after you fight and they let you into the 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 ook the the gym. There we go. That's what I was talking about. Um, they let you into the gym finally, and the gym is a very very interesting place. Karasu, you want to explain? Oh my god, yeah, it's fucking amazing. This is an indoor roller series of roller coasters that operate on different switches. What you do is to navigate through this gym, you hop on one of the roller coasters to get to another area. This area will have a switch. So by pressing the switch, one of the paths will light up. Most of the paths of these roller coasters have like two different ways they can go. So by clicking the switch, you activate a different path for them. And you go about doing this while battling trainers, thankfully not on the roller coaster. That would be terrible. That'd be crazy. Like, mm-mm. imagine battling. You send out Pokemon, but you're on a roller coaster, so it just flies by. Uh. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> and honestly, Elise is my favorite gym leader. I have a soft spot for her and for Volkner as electric type gym leaders. I don't know why. I just, them specifically too. It's not like any other gym leader. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant Surge, go, go die. Like, I don't, I don't give a shit about him. The guy from Hoenn, I don't even know him. Uh, Clement from Kalos. I respect the anime version, but I haven't played the game, so I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And after that, I don't know if there's like any other gym, electric type gym leaders. I don't think there's one in Galar. But those two specifically, I, I have a soft spot for. I like them. Mm. So, this is obviously my favorite gym. I, it's just so colorful and bright. You, there's a freaking loop the loop where you go upside down on the roller coaster. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. But it's also an electric type gym. So, Percy did not have fun. This is the first time I play through this and struggle through the gym. But that's okay because I had a plan. My plan was to uh, train Reggie, which is uh, Rajan Rolla, was a Rajan Rolla, um, and use Rufus and train Rufus, which is my Drillbur, a ground and a rock type. And this worked out for the most part until I reached the last trainer before Lisa, whose Emolga kept using double team. Did I catch an Emolga? I have to go and check. I did not. I did not catch um, an Emolga yet. 
Where is that? Where is that? Is, um, is, that, is that type? Is that game exclusive? Yeah. So no, it's not game exclusive actually. And considering I'm on Route Five, uh, before I went to the gym, I actually did go to Route Five and Route Sixteen, which are east and which are west and east respectively. Um, right next to the city. So there you can catch tons of Pokemon. Some of them I use in the battle against Mr. Shrimp. For example, Hiss. Uh, Hiss is the leopard that I caught. Leopard is the evolved form of uh, Purloin. And instead of evolving my Purloin, I, I just caught the evolved form. Fair enough. I still have Purloin, though. Um, I did catch another evolution. So I have Show, which is my Swaddle, which came from... Of the forest, Pinwheel Forest, uh, show after Show Tucker from FMA. Um, and then in the forest connected to Route 16, I caught its evolved form, uh, Swadaloon, which I named Loons with a Z at the end. Uh, in this area, I also caught a Mancino named Sweeps and a Turbish named Trash. I also have a Solosis. I have two Solosis, one named Cell, which I'm going to trade with Mr. Shrimp so that I can get a Gothita. And then I have my Solosis, which I named Cell.exe. Nice. Yo, what do you want your Gothita to be named? But, and I'm also going to try to get your Gothita that doesn't have Frisk, because, man, Frisk does nothing. <laughs> I hate Frisk. Um, I guess Lolita. Why not? Hilarious. All right. That's what it's based on, I think. So, yeah, let's do it. Still hilarious. Um, But I think in this area, in both routes, we can also catch Emolgo. I can't remember, so don't quote me on that. Is it in a uh, shaking bush? I'm currently checking the Pokedex. Um, dag. It's a normal catch. Uh, double dag. Um, yeah, we can. It's not. Um, it's It's a normal in the grass. I don't remember the percentage. I believe it's 10%. But if you quote me on that, you'll be disappointed. <laughs> I'll, I'll hurt you. Unless it's right. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love that thing. Um, um, okay. Um... But, yeah, the, the last trainer right before Lisa had an Emolga. Yo. Which is immune to ground type moves because it doubles as flying type. And that kicked my ass because it kept using double team and then pursue and then double team and then pursue and then double team and double team. And I hate double team now. Uh that's why that's why um in, in Pokemon Showdown they have like a double team clause. Um and like a, like you can't use double team or minimize a bunch of times um in a row, like you can't, you can't have evasion up a certain right. percent and accuracy down a certain percent because then battles can theoretically go on forever. It, it it sucks so bad. Yeah, it's just like not using defog and Sinnoh. Like the longer you're in the battle, the more chances that you're gonna miss. So use defog. So terrible. But yeah, and she wiped out my team. So then I went and I healed and I came back and Percy got his revenge. So. Take that electric types. I love you. <laughs> and then came the biggest sweep from Percy's part. 
Elisa is a pure electric type gym leader to a Mogul and a Zeb Striker. And let me tell you, Percy stood for none of that. Razor Shell for the win. And despite there being like a level difference, because I trained, um, his attack still did half damage because he was weak to electric types. So the fact that he can pull off a sweep is amazing. And what I'm going to do for the next gym is just Percy on my team, no one else. It's going to be fun. Good luck. But, yeah, that was my capacity. How is the gym for you? Um, I, my team's actually pretty varied and pretty balanced. So, um, honestly, I had a bunch of different time to use all my Pokemon since um, Monkey to get more levels. Um, and I just got my new my new partner, Ricky. Um, so Ricky was obviously a really good choice. He's ground type. I taught him dig. Um, and we, you know, it was a lot of experience for him, especially because. Um, that is my sand dial. Is that your sand dial? Um, and he has Moxie. Nice. So every time he gets a kill, his attack goes up. So it's like, man, he can he becomes a sweep monster with like even two kills. You know, if I can teach him swords dance, he'll be OD. Um, I don't know if they. I don't know if sand dial. But sword if I can get him like swords, swords dance or like home claws or something cool, that'll increase his attack to make him just like a sweep monster. That'd be fantastic. I'm gonna have to take him um, first. But so battle. I went in with Sandile, um, Monkey, well, Ricky, Monkey, um, my Zeb Striker, which I named uh, Paris Hton. Well, her name is Paris Horston, um, just like Paris Hilton, a horse. Um, I, know I brought her in, and uh, she was actually putting in a lot of work versus those damn Emolgas. Yo, I've never hated Emolgas more than until I fought Elisa. It's because they double as flying types. They double as yo, flying so, types uh, and they have ground resistance. It took resistance. me all the way up until right now to realize that ground type doesn't resist flying type in any way. Um, so when they were doing aerial ace, you gotta remember, like, aerial ace, like, they were, like, six levels above Ricky. Aerial ace had stab. Ricky's defense wasn't that good yet, so it, he, they were just chunking his HP. And I'm like, oh my god, aerial ace isn't even that strong of a move. Why? What the fuck? Yeah. This is also why um, this whole gym is either a Mogo or Blitzel slash Zep Striker. If you get a Moga, your ground type strategy, which was my ground strategy, ruined. Mm-hmm. Absolutely ruined. Because what do you use when you go into a battle with electric types? Uh, I'm sorry, was that an actual question? Oh, okay. <laughs> ground types. It's a. Yes, it's the same question I asked when um I was talking mm-hmm. about my team for the gym leader. You guys, you guys didn't answer it then. I'm sorry. You didn't answer it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, but yeah. Uh, but how was so the actual the actual gym, gym battle? battle um, was actually pretty intense. Um. So with Elisa, um, a lot of so I had my main team was um, Ricky. Un, uh, well, I wanted to go in with Ricky until the Amolgas got busted out. She busted both of her Amolgas out first thing, and they both knew Volt Switch. 
So they would keep hitting me with Volt Switch and then switching out and then coming back in. Um, so Ricky was there, but I couldn't do any good damage because the thing that I had was um, the Rock-type move that I taught him was Rock Tomb, which is the only Rock-type move that I can teach people right now. And um, so... Me too. Hell, hell yeah, dude. Um, Twinsies. But... The thing about it is that it has 85% accuracy, which means that you have a 50-50 chance of it hitting, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, so, uh, it just kept missing, so I was like, alright, I gotta change up my strategy. So, I switched over to Zeb Striker, and while Emolga is Electric-type, it's also Flying-type, so it's not gonna resist anything that, that Zeb Striker does, and I'll resist things that Emolga does. So, Zeb Striker actually turned out to be fantastic, because it had the move light, it has my subtract has lightning rod. So every time they used bolt switch, they gave me an attack boost. I mean, a special attack boost. And if they used aerial ace, I resisted it. So it was whatever. And then came out her uh, her own Zep striker, which was faster than mine, took me out. And I was like, I. Right, so if you're gonna play like that, I'll play like this. So I brought out monkey. I seeded her. So I used leech seed on her. So that I would always get damage regardless of what happened that turn. And then I switched out to Ricky and just had Ricky mess her up. Um, so. That's smart. Because mm-hmm. her Zep Strike has Flame Charge. We, we don't want, we want we Monkey don't to get kill Monkey. Also, I got, I got the information on Emolga. Emolga has a 10% chance of appearing okay. in Rustling Grass. On top of that, Minchino, I mean, uh, Minchino's evolved form, uh, Chinchino has a 5% chance of appearing in Rustling Grass. I'm just going to evolve mine, but knowing there's a chance to get it is amazing. It's like the thing that I refuse to tell you guys because it was sad, but I had a chance to catch a Lilligant, um, a fully evolved Lilligant um, no. in Wheel Force, no. and I accidentally KO'd it. <laughs> Now, now you see, understand my shame. But I'm gonna look for an Emolga. I know we can get one later through trade in game. Okay. Before nice I forget, um, so about rare catches, um, I actually caught a cottony, um, on in in my quest to find Panzer, which I still haven't found, by the way. Um, but I did get a cottony. Um, I was also uh, since we were talking about nicknames, um, I got I also got a trubbish. And I named it this dirty, yeah, because uh, because uh, Lip City, um, there's one skit that he had where he was talking about uh hooking up with like hoes, and he was like, oh, so you messing with them dirties, huh? <laughs> so <laughs> now Trubbish is one of them, <laughs> and um, the young mask that I caught, I named him Ramses after King Ramses, specifically from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Y'all already know. A man, the daycare lady. Yo, the daycare lady is so mean. Which is the monkey you're missing? Hello, cause she, yo, you give her your Pokemon, and she's just like, fine, we'll take care of her. Just give it. (laughs) It's like, all right, lady, you. Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say because you know you have to pay her. So, um, if you go to the forest in Route 16. Um, they appear in the rustling grass there as well for the same percentage as um, mm-hmm. Pinwheel Forest. Oh, you know what I gotta do? I have to go get my Pokemon back from my box. 
I'm not going to catch any Molga here. I'm just going to wait for the in-game trade. It's too <laughs> much work. Fair. It's too much work. Uh, anyway. And honestly, we traded for a Bulldor. And yes, I have Reggie as my Bulldor. But you can catch Bulldor a lot easier than catching freaking a Molga for a 10% chance in wrestling grass. I spent my three hours to catch my monkeys. <laughs> I ain't doing that again. I still have to go catch my monkey, dude. I, I'm going to go do that like like now. I'm just going to try to grind it out. Yo. Go to, go, no, don't grind up. Go Route 16. Go grind there. Uh, go north in Route 16. Not like all the way down, but like in the middle. There are two paths. One, you need strength. The other, you don't. The path without strength will bring you to a forest. There's a 10% chance in the rustling grass that you can get a monkey. Of those three monkeys... There's a one so said... chance that it's going to be the one you need. Ooh. And it's going to be at a pretty decent level. So you said Route 16? Yeah. Yeah, Route 16 is to the east of Route of Nimbasa City. Mm. So if you go to the mm. musical building and you go right, that's Route 16. There is where I trained. Um, You can also go to the west and train there before the gym, but we already beat the gym. Actually, since we already beat the gym, do you want to talk about that small cutscene before we get into next episode? Because, you know, we we both mm-hmm. recently just did that. Um, it's still fresh in our heads. That is hilarious. <laughs> during the episode. Um, <laughs> uh, sure, so, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm having trouble remembering. Lead me in. Okay, so what happens as soon as you beat Elisa? She notices that if you've already gone to Route 5, you've already seen this, there's a drawbridge. Oh, um, actually, okay. And it's it's up for some reason. Okay, so... The drawbridge is up, so you can't cross it. So, so what happens is she says, I'll meet you there. Okay. Um, and I'll all right, so after you beat the it. gym, um, Elisa says to go over to the drawbridge and that it might be up, um, but don't sweat it, just go over there. So we do. Uh, we go straight over there. Um, we actually encounter another gym leader. He has long red hair, and I can't remember his name, but he's the fire type gym leader. Okay. That's he definitely looks like a fire type gym he leader. He's not a fire type gym leader. The fire type I, gym leader is one of the straights in I, <laughs> Um, I can, I can I, introduce this person. So what happens is we meet Karen. And we battle uh, Karen, Sharon. We battle Sharon, and Sharon yes, actually has a Karen moment in this cutscene. So don't judge me for missing his name. Um, but after we beat Sharon, Elisa comes and she's leading us to the drawbridge, and we meet this guy with fiery red hair. And it looks like, um, it looks like the Pokemon, not Larvesta, uh, but it's evolved form. Yeah, Volcanrona, kind of. The hair is meant to resemble it. And Alisa introduces this man as Alder. Alder is the current champion of the Unova region. And he's just hanging around with street performers. So Charon's like, you're the champion. You're the strongest guy in Unova. Why aren't you training or something? Because he's trying to be... What is Charon's goal? Honestly, his goal changed from being the strongest in Unova to just beating you. And that's it. <laughs> that's all he wants. Essentially. He wants to be the strongest there is. Uh, and yes, and beating you means the strongest there is. 
I, it kind of reminds me of you remember that video that you and LaRue showed us um where the guy yeah. wanted to be the, the, like, the, the, the biggest, biggest big or whatever he just wanted to be the biggest <laughs> the, yeah yes so in this case Sharon wants to be the strongest and seeing the person who has the title that he wants um and seeing this guy doing what um what Sharon considers to be loafing around you can kind of understand why he's upset like this guy's just hanging around doing whatever being the strongest there is when Sharon is working his ass off just to lose to us every time we be- we beat a gym like I'm so kind of understand why he's Yo, it's not that bad <laughs> but like it's not yeah dude <laughs> You call him Bay? Yo, I'm secure. I can say that shit. That's a ship. That's a ship. <laughs> Guys, hashtag. The... What's the ship name? Have... Turn. How about. Oh, I was going to say have... hashtag Mr. Hashtag Mr. Trimp. I'm telling Julia. She's going to hashtag this shit. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. So back, back to back to Mr. Shrimp's Bay. So you can understand why Charon is upset because he's working so hard and seeing the strongest guy just hanging around, he doesn't get it. Why isn't he the strongest? But what Elder does is have us battle two preschoolers, and this comes to the question Mr. Shrimp asked. Why Yo, do man, have their Pokemon level. I had to Pokemon. work for that. Their, their Pokemon level twenty off rip. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's still salty. Um, but um, it was in that battle that Lassie right. evolved. By the way, so go Lassie. No longer has pickup. Can't find me items, but it's whatever. New Pokedex entry, and. What happens after the battle is Alder brings up the question of why do you want to be strong? These preschoolers lost, but they had an amazing time just being with their Pokemon. It's one of the moral questions that, even though it doesn't have to do with the the moral question that centers Team Plasma of truth and ideals, it's still something big to consider. And he asks Charon, what are you going to do when you become the strongest? After you claim the title, what then? Charon doesn't have a question, an answer to the question. And you can see that in his convictions, he can't stand behind them anymore because he hasn't faced the reality of what then. He's been so focused on the end game, he hasn't prepared for the next chapter. And as much as he prepares during the journey, all he knows is he's going to get there. But Alder brings up a good point. That's not the peak of the mountain. After you become the champion, there's more to do. So it's not just asking Charon what happens. It's asking the players as well, what happens next? I mean, yes, there's post-game content, but what happens next? And for Mr. Shrimp and I, obviously that's the sequel games but it's still something big to consider and as far as I can tell 
Uh, I don't know about that. Mr. Shrimp and Sharon are going to get married after. <laughs> no, you call them Bay, not me. I call you call them Bay, not me. <laughs> That's different. Um, <laughs> either way, it's just one of the many reasons why I consider this generation to be the greatest. It has story. It has purpose. It has morals. Um, and on that serious side note, yeah, those preschoolers were, fucking yeah, those preschoolers were surprisingly like, like, why do preschoolers like yo they 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 um, I don't remember what two Pokemon they had, but they actually took down one of mine because they actually focused my Pokemon because it was weak to their type of Pokemon, so they focused. So they focused um two Herdiers. 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 Two Herdiers. We so battled them since like the so second gen. I still don't know their name. But they both used takedown on my, on me at the same time, so they took down Monkey. And I was like, "Damn, these preschoolers got some game on them." Too bad I have to crush their spirits now. And then I pulled out Reiki, and he just went like, <laughs> "That was it." <laughs> yes, I do. You have the type advantage. Yes, he is. Reiki's a fighting type. I I have revenge, so I also had the type advantage. I just didn't have the stab. But I think these preschoolers made more sense than the ones we fought with elemental monkeys. Because, yes, kids and monkeys make sense. Kids and elemental monkeys don't make sense. Kids and dogs, no matter how strong the dog, makes a lot of sense. Those kids should not have had level 24 Pokemon each. <laughs> I think that's stupid. <laughs> they did not. Why, not? why you I don't think they trained the, hands, the Pokemon. Maybe why, like their why, parents didn't. Why do I have to get a level 5 Pokemon? But these two are just like, yeah, I'll, I'll take almost level 30. Look, if these two kids are, if these two kids are going to go off on their right. own, let's say they live in Ambassador City, right? Let's say their parents are too busy to take them to the amusement park or whatever. And they're like, oh, you know what? These Pokemon dogs, they will protect them. Why? Because Pokemon are a lot more intelligent than animals. I mean, watch the anime. I don't have to explain that. If I do, then, like, upset. But Yo, this drill burst fight. These dogs so who understand, like, even at even at dog level intelligence, Herdier. like think about it, the Herndiers <laughs> are thinking these are our friends. We must protect. Or Herdier, thank you. These Herdiers are thinking these are our friends. We must protect. They're in the family, and at Pokemon level intelligence, where it's not just obeying commands, but if we go by anime logic, like understanding one hundred percent human speech. Like, they know we got to protect these kids. Having a fun battle with the kids to make sure that you can put a smile on these four-year-olds' faces. Yeah. To me, that makes a lot of sense. You know, at least you gave me a reason. They all have fun, man. (laughs) That's really all I wanted. It made sense to me. I don't know if my reason made sense to anyone else. But there we go. Um. So next episode, I'm go- gonna try to shoot for Monday. 
We're probably going to do it Friday. But there's a lot that's going to happen. I'm excited because I'm going to do a challenge where I'm just using Percy um, to battle the whole gym. I'm not healing. I'm just going in there, taking ass, kicking names. Uh, uh, you're going to have a fantastic I'm going to have an awesome gym, like, talk. Or ground or something. Yeah, that's uh, you mean free type? It's a ground type. <laughs> you mean free type? This is, this is the gym that you were playing. <laughs> this is a gym that you replaced. Yeah, remember you replaced Quake. Oh, you were one of the three murderers in our gym oh, leader challenge. My sister brutally murdered Misty in both the gym leader episode and the Avatar episode. I'm still terrified <laughs> of letting my sister take a bath. Water type yo, water bender. Yo, murder. You mean Mm-mm. so basically? No, I have a, a nice little <laughs> jaunt through this through the city to to get to like a challenge, and you have literally free money and free XP. That's that's it. That's exactly what you're telling me. <laughs> I do. So this whole time I've had a mystic water on on Percy, and he already has stab on on his water tank move. So with stab, his moves do 1.5 times damage plus the mystic water, which gives it an additional 1.2 or 1.5. I can't remember which on the damage. I've been writing this out, but I think I'm going to give him an amulet coin because I don't, I don't, I don't need the extra 1.2 times or 1.5. <laughs> Percy is OD, but I don't think he's fast enough. I like fast Pokemon. Here's a curveball that I'm going to... little spoiler alert. On the bridge that we're about to cross right before Driftvale City, there are going to be shadows that appear. Sometimes these shadows are the duck Pokemon Ducklet, which is based off of the story The Ugly Duckling. It evolves into Swana, and I think that's a, an adorable little nod. Um, but also, you can get these feathers... So they're basically like um they're basically steps. like training items uh like zinc or so like iron or carbon I... or anything like that um they increase EV values and whenever you level up they boost that yeah so... specific stat for that level exactly so what I'm going to do considering even though we're going to try for Monday since we're probably going to record Friday I'm going to get as many feathers as I can. And oh, you're making a raid boss. <laughs> you're literally because making he's a currently Mr. Shrimp's nightmare. Because he's currently Mr. Shrimp's nightmare, and you're I want to literally making a raid boss. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on here. I am, and this is with yeah. I think we're not going to fully evolve to next gym, but I'm doing. This I'm probably, I'm at level 31. I'm probably mm. going to evolve next gym. But if not before then. Um, one thing that we did kind of miss um, when talking about it, because very few people actually know about this. Um, if you go into the gear station in Bassa City, uh, this is the, this is Unova region's version of Pokemon Frontier or something like that. Um, and 
while it's not important to the game at all, you can go to another city in Unova, which is only accessible through the trains. And this train is, I mean, this city, while it's unimportant to the game itself because nothing happens there, I, th- I think it's fun. The only way you can get there is going on train um, every day, I believe. There's a different train in that city that um, the conductor tells you about. You learn about the train or whatever. Uh, you can trade items. So people will go there and say, like, let's say you have two revives. They'll ask if they can take that and give you, like, an escape rope or whatever. More importantly, in one of Ooh. the three houses, you get rare candy. Ooh. I got five. <laughs> so, yeah, Anvil Town is an adorable little town. That kind of reminds me of um any starter town in Pokemon games. But yeah, I can't believe I forgot that. I mean, yes, I went there and I got the rare candy, but like, it's so out of the way that when watching a YouTuber talk about things that most Pokemon fans don't know about. This city was one of them, and he didn't know about it until <laughs> that's actually pretty he cool. He made the video a few weeks ago, months ago. I can't remember. It is, uh, Mr. Shrimp. I think I told you about this town, but I don't know if you um, went there. I did not so go definitely there. go back and get those rare candy. So, you know, I'm gonna go do that. I mean, it's definitely, I will fun. definitely go do that. Go get your rare candy. I'm not telling you which which um, rail track it is. Because if you go on the wrong one, you got to battle trainers, and it's hilarious if you get the wrong one. But that being said, right. that kind of wraps up today's episode. Um, um, no. Uh, is there anything else again, you wanted to add? Uh, or? I say it every episode, but I'm having uh, a blast going through this game. Um... I realize now a lot more where people enjoy stuff like this. And I think for me, it's not... I think if this is definitely a game you have to play. Because if you were to watch it, it's not the same as going through the grind and having... Like, you have to see these characters a lot more than just what like the all cutscenes is going to show you. So, seeing how this journey is so much bigger than... Um, than I thought it was, and how much like time and effort goes into all this stuff. It's actually really cool. God damn it. How did you get poison on the one turn it actually mattered? You mother... Alright. Um... <laughs> but yeah, this game features a lot of story. You see a lot of the characters grow. For example, like that little that little clip with Bianca that Mr. Shrimp talked about. You can bet that when she was telling her father she wanted to go on that adventure, Mr. Shrimp, me, and anyone who's ever yeah, played this her game dad's was a psychopath on her side cheering her It's on. just a Pokemon journey. You don't need to worry about it that much. He's an abusive... To be fair, this region is based off of New York. You needed an abusive dad in this game. So why? Why to Bianca? Like, she's, she's just really she's cute. I like friend. her. She family. <laughs> don't 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 mess with my girl, bro. Yeah, 
Okay, okay, okay. So she's your girl. Freaking <laughs> Karen is your babe. What is so going on? Head cannon is being is being expanded. The plot thickens. <laughs> this is this is a love girl. <laughs> love triangle. Okay, guys. So my theory is that Bianca has a thing for Sharon. I explained that in my first episode. But now Mr. Shrimp and Sharon might be a thing. But Mr. Shrimp and Bianca might also be and a thing. You'll never so this know. This is a three-way will they, won't they? Anything. So I want to know what you guys think. Are you hashtags Team Mr. Shrimp? Hashtag Team Mr. How are you gonna fuse it with Bianca? Um, Shrianka, Shrianka. There we go. Or are you hashtag Team Baron? I think I'm Team Baron only because I want to see my childhood friends get together. But throwing Mr. <laughs> Shrimp into the mix just made things a thousand times more amusing. So hashtag, which is your favorite? Um, Juliet. We're going to make you listen to this episode. I want you to hashtag which one of these three you know of a couple is your favorite. It's a harvest moon side. Oh. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. That's all I got to say. Um, yeah, I'm planning a D- I planned a D&D episode for Monday. That didn't really work out. So hopefully the next recording won't be of us. But will be of that actually be really really fun. We try as members playing B and D. Like the whole thing is planned out. It's one of the, it's one of the three, uh, three. It's one of the free, sorry, um, mm-hmm. quests on B and D Beyond. And I'm very excited to see because we already have characters that went on an adventure. Actually, I'm gonna stop this oh recording. Oh my god! Okay, here. yeah, we gotta go. Because we're about to run out of time before it cuts us off. And then, do you mind if I, do you mind if I like, uh, send another invite so we can talk about our characters and the um, quest real quick so that I don't have I, to do that when we You do know, normally I would say yes, but I do not remember. That's the part I actually have to like go and look up. Um, so I, I think we should just call it here, at least for right now. Oh, okay. All right. Um, that being said, I, I guess we have five minutes, 20 seconds. All right. So my Mr. Shrimp, go ahead. Your end card. Oh, wait, wait. I don't know what I end card. Oh, uh, end card is what is on your I'm trainer in a flight card. right now. I got to run like the little quote <laughs> at the bottom. Uh, all right. All right. Time, 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 time. <laughs> yes. Okay. Trainer so, card. Oh, we my little quote is, I'm a trainer. I'm pleased to meet you. Uh, there's another quote there. I'm making one right now. Um, can My I put, is, can I I put want go to like game it. end yourself? Because I could do that. <laughs> um, I, it gives you a list of predetermined is that ever back in, in the blank um, things. Is that you back over in that other city? You have based on the yep. Um, no, no, no. If you go to the if you go to your Pokemon mm-hmm. trainer card and you click on the quote under money. Oh, you go to add new message. That's where you edit it. Um, I went with it gives you number of categories for the quote itself, and then a number of categories for the fill in the blank. If you click on Pokemon, the more Pokemon you've seen, 
the longer that list is going to be. Everything else um, I is kind of already preset there. So my fill in the blank was I don't want to, and then that I filled is... in with life. Because that's um, the biggest mood in 2020. Term... There's so many things I can put. <laughs> also, if you... there are. Also, if you go to Castelia City, in one of the buildings, there's going to be someone who asks for a password for a machine. Um, I had to Google what the password was. It was like simple connection, and then it was happy something, because it gives you two passwords to fill in, both of which oh. have two words. I think it was happy people. Um, but he gives you an item, and I forget okay, what that is. So my, my new trainer message is yesterday. You haven't done that. Right. Go do that. Okay, there we go. All right. Oh my god, that's even better than mine. <laughs> I don't know who's the bigger mood. Uh, that being said, um, that being said, time for our actual end cards and to wrap up this episode, so I can get to Driftvale City. I'm going to complete the one Pokemon challenge for the entire gym. I'm challenging Mr. Shrimp to do the same. Uh, you know, I could. I actually could. The next gym. One Pokemon, one Pokemon, one stock. Yeah, you have fighting type moves. I think you have an advantage as well. One Pokemon, no healing, no dashing out to the Pokemon Center. Man, I'm not you're gonna in, lie. I locked really in, so want to give that XP to get that badge. because I just needed to get to level 31, and then I can finally evolve them. Okay, how about this? Two Pokemon. The second Pokemon gets an EXP I'm fine share. With that. And you can't use I'm fine it. with that. I'll if run your it. starter Pokemon faints, you lose the challenge. Okay, we'll post the rules next episode, because that will be the episode where the rules are actually important. Um, to this challenge, but I'm gonna send them to Mr. Shrimp right now. Make sure he follows them because I know he and I are gonna race to see who gets that first. It's probably gonna be him because I'm gonna collect feathers to OPAF freaking Percy as if he weren't scary enough already. Um, but time to wrap up. Quick, say your goodbye. All right, true, you uh, all right my uh, true tryhards. We're gonna get to the truth of the matter, now. and that is that this game is awesome, and uh, you guys are great. Love you guys. Uh, stay safe. Be cool. Your turn. Okay, you had an extra fifteen seconds, but I guess it's my turn to wrap things up. And as for usual, it is an honor to be your host, whether it's on Gadas's corner team we tried or this little Unovin project um don't forget to stay connected to team we tried stay disconnected you know six feet apart from people stay safe please and please do with that the elections coming up stay sane uh, oh I my god so these debates yeah stay sane i don't care what so on. just like your sanity is the most important thing <laughs>